Alrighty, you're listening well, to CNC Replay. I'm Chris. Um, Corey, your boy. And we love Eric Haas a we, lot. We do. So much. He's incredible. Sorry. There's been, I'm so happy with sports this past week, just sports in general. The Tigers are watchable, very watchable. Very I would watchable. say. Very watchable, I would say. Uh, we are in the NHL Finals. We are starting the NBA Finals tomorrow. It is a good day to be alive in Sports Nation. And we are very excited to come to you today with tons and tons of lovely quality content to help you get through your lack of sports day. Says Mr. Bo Burnham. Says Mr. Bo <laughs> Open wide. We made you your favorite. <laughs> Good, good lord. I have, have not. You, have you both, you both seen this? Right? Incredible. I, look, Absolutely look, incredible. Look, kids, oh, I have not oh, been wow. home for the last 20 out of 35 days. I've been spending you way too much time with family and with friends and house sitting. So, uh, no. <laughs> oh, Noelle's popular. Not popular enough, apparently. Ooh. Not good enough for Bo Burnham. Still very say. single, so... Uh. <laughs> Um, uh, important note, um, we did tease last week, um, with Brecken on the show, which also was a fun time, um, having Brecken, uh, on the pod. Thank you, Brecken. Um, yes, thank you, Brecken. If you're listening, congratulations, you've made it this far. Uh, no turning <laughs> back. Um, we did tease a little bit about the, uh, important, um, topic we wish to discuss, um, with, with, uh, sports and sexual assault cases, um. I know we've been doing our due diligence to have good research. I did a little bit more of that today, um, uh, but we're probably just due to lives, Fourth of July, long weekends. Um, we're gonna push that back just because we want to make sure again that we're well versed in this and you know being as respectful as possible while also constructing. I think we have like a pretty stance. clear stance. stance. It's but, just a matter uh, of just, forming it in a way correct. that is gonna be well educated and well versed and well articulated correct are we yes i agree and it, again it's it's just a, such a sensitive topic um we want to make sure we're doing it right and so felt like that was the right decision today so we're going to push that back hopefully um when chris is on uh again um because chris uh, is sporadic at times. Not really, but he's a good guy. So he's a, he's probably the busiest out of the three of us right now. So I mean, like yeah. he's getting married or whatever. But whatever. You know, <laughs> what so, a good excuse I have for what? Yeah, you know, for but. real. What a jerk. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. I think she's worth it. I'm trying to still figure that out. I guess. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, honey, I love you. Good, good laud. Good laud. Um, but yes, do we want to do we want to start with the best news out of Detroit this week? Um, yeah. Which surprisingly is the Tigers? Question mark. Let's go. I would say so. So, um, on the small scale, Tigers somehow figured out a way to beat the AL Central's best team at home, so you have that advantage, but. Uh, they couldn't get past um, 
Lance Lynn, first game of the series, but then they take out Dallas Keuchel and Lucas Giolito in the remaining two games. Uh, and pretty handedly, I would say, up until a little uh, issue with the with the top of the ninth on Sunday. Um, but this team has been light years uh, better than the Boston series where they could have split, but they just completely fell apart. Uh, I saw a stat in their past 50 games. It might be 51 now, so give or take a loss. Tigers are 28 and 22, and they've had two consecutive months where they've had a winning record. And this is the first time we've seen that, uh, I think, since 2015, somewhere around. It's been it's been quite some time since we've seen it. Or no, maybe 2018. I think that's too much. Um, mm-hmm. It's been quite some time since we've seen that, and. Everything from the pitching staff to the offense. The offense has taken a huge jump, and that is rightfully so due to um, Jonathan Scope, who has just been a man possessed at the plate. Mm. And then also, quietly, uh, Miguel Cabrera had a 300 batting average this past month. Yep. It's pretty wild. The the contract is is an albatross. I get it. I understand if you can have Miguel Cabrera hitting 300, might as well. In any month, regard m- might as well. And I mean that's the only that's speaking to the you know to the rest of the offense. And the Tigers are figuring out ways to score runs. It's not just the long ball. We saw a walk off sacrifice bunt last weekend, <laughs> awesome. which is crazy. Um, but they are playing smart, sound, and also aggressive baseball. I feel like they're they're stealing a base every every game and that's not that's not very common anymore with uh today's game um so they've just been really fun to watch um and i know i saw somebody i think tony dombrowski he's like uh he's he's another like one of the tigers like twitter people he showed the remaining schedule for the month of july they play the Twins. They play Texas next. They play Texas tonight. Um, they play the Twins, I think, 10 games in a row um, right before the All-Star break and immediately right after the All-Star break at home. It starts in Minnesota, then goes to Detroit after the All-Star break. Then they play Baltimore, and I, I can't remember who's the other who the other teams are playing. I, I, I want to be very careful, but if they I'll continue right this now. trend... If they continue this trend and they come out of this month just winning every series. Kansas City. Kansas City. It can't they figured out Kansas City too. They've I think they've swept Kansas City in two series in a row. Um they have. So I I don't want to say anything. <laughs> of course you will. Chris will say, say I, anything. I'm getting this I'm getting this <laughs> I'm getting this sense of hope. A sense of hope that I haven't had in some time for my beloved baseball cats. We're ten wins out of out of out of the. Why wild would you card. put that in the? Why would you? Why would you say that? I'm saying it. We're ten wins out of the wild card. We're ten wins. We are ten. Okay, because we beat we watch out the top folks. three people in Tin the American League right now: are Boston, Chicago, and Houston. Both of them just put on fake tinfoil hats. <laughs> I need you all to understand. We beat this Chicago at the exact same moment. <laughs> we beat chicago and we beat houston those are the top three teams and we beat two out of three of them 
We haven't played Boston yet this year. Yeah, we lost in Fenway. Okay. Well, hey, we don't we don't play well in Fenway, for what we we don't. But also, we are a completely different team than we were a couple months ago. So yes, absolutely. We, I think, after July, we're going to be really close to that wild card spot. Is what I'm going to say. I'm not saying we're pulling it out. I'm saying we're close. I, I mean, all we're asking for is is exciting baseball, and being in a hunt will will make exciting baseball. I, 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 I can't, I can't make myself and put myself in this situation again to be optimistic because all I, I, I remember the last time the Tigers had a, a real chance was uh, I think my sophomore year of college that Verlander had a resurgence. Um, They had Upton on the team. That was kind of like their last hurrah, I think 2017. So going into the last weekend, they had to win two out of three against the worst team in baseball. It was on the road as the Braves at the time, before the Braves were the Braves. They won the first game on Friday. And then they proceeded to lose the next two, and they lost the last game of the year, one to nothing, in a game that Verlander started. And I, rem- I, I was, I was, I, I was just defeated. I wasn't sad. I was just defeated. So like, this is a long way to go. But I mean, let's let's look at this here because I know Seattle has been playing really well, um, mm-hmm. and they are three and a half games out of the wild card currently. Um, so, but I, I want us to look at these teams that are ahead of us. So it's going to be really tough because I, I think highly of Tampa Bay and Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more of Oakland this year because I feel like they've got a system that works. Um, and it seems like Tampa is always on borrowed time because it's like you can't name me a single player on their roster, but yet they're one of the best teams in the American League. Um, so I, I look at it. Glass now is hurt. <laughs> yeah. I, he's not even he's not even playing right now. So I mean, essentially, if the Tigers just take care of business, they can push themselves right back. The Yankees are a mess right now. I don't know what the heck is going on. Uh, L.A. could be an issue. They could be a big problem. But again, you get all these teams out west start beating up on each other. You're gonna the other teams in the other divisions are gonna take some hits. I don't think what Seattle's doing is sustainable. It's really cool what they're doing because like. Seattle needs a good team, um, but Toronto, their pitching is a disaster. But they have the best offense in baseball. Yep. Like, like somebody tweeted, like I, I've always seen Toronto like up seven to nothing in these games. How come they're not in the playoffs? Like I, I watch up to seven innings. They're up seven to nothing. How come they're not in the playoffs? It's like, well, when you watch past the seventh inning and we get to the Would bullpen, then you'll figure out why the bullpen. Um, I and then Cleveland, specifically the Tigers. Uh, not sometimes. No, yeah. I know. But I mean, the, the just, Tigers bullpen has been lights like, out. Chris Fetter bullpen towards the end of the season. I, the beginning of the season was rough. Rough. Oh, awful. It was bad. It was bad. Poor awful. Yeah. Poor okay. awful. Soto Poor gave Soto gave Obreu an absolute cookie. I was sitting there watching the game, and I was like, do not give him a pitch above his waist. I swear. Do not give it. And then fastball right below the letters is gone. Absolutely gone. We almost lost that one. Well, almost in true Tigers fashion. But we held on. God bless it. We needed it. But, yeah, we did need it. But, yeah, our bullpen has definitely been, like, a lot better than what it used to be. Yeah. 
so again, this is a, this is quite a far ways to go. Um, Cleveland's in the mix there, but Cleveland has been decimated by injuries. I again, you look at their look at their starting lineup. At any point, it's awful. It's terrible. Um, so I mean, if the Tigers can just take care of business, they could make some things interesting. I'm not saying put. I'm not saying wild card because I really do think the American League is stacked from top to bottom. But yes, um, I, I I don't I I don't know. Just keep like that's your goal. If you look at it this way, if the Tigers win every series for the remainder of the year, do they make the playoffs? I would say so. You would win two thirds of your. You would win at least two thirds of your yep. games. Yep. Yep. So you would win. You you would have to. So <laughs> if only if you can only do that. that. Short distance. One oh. series at a time. Mm-hmm. That's not how I wanted right. that. To yeah, never mm-hmm. mind. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Fact. Of, fact of the matter is they're playing super well. I hope they can continue this in July because you can come August and be like, hey, the Tigers are messing around here like what's going on um so i don't know but uh gregory soto is the tigers all-star don't know how that happened um regardless um they probably not robbie grossman it, it should have been scope yeah but like anybody really. and i don't know if they're doing the final vote this year because the, the all-star voting like they had like like the like a last like they picked five players that didn't make it um, and then they had a bunch of people vote. I don't know if they're going to do that this year. I don't think they are, but Scope would definitely be a nomination. And I think if somebody gets hurt, I would have to imagine they'd call up Jonathan Scope because Jonathan Scope has yeah. been one of the best players in baseball as far as the offensive side of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's weird. Soto's been deserving. He's very sporadic at times. You want to talk about your other cool boy in the, in the All-Star, All-Star game, game that is not a Tiger? Um, You're... Pitcher and which boy? Yeah, your pitcher and Degra- and uh, player. Oh, uh, positional oh, player. I totally. F- your boy. I, I forgot about that. How could I? Okay. You've talked about him almost could, as much as you've talked I about the Tigers. We're gonna, we're gonna call this crash. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're, crash course junior. Okay, I'm just gonna throw a couple stats. Um, Shohei Otani currently leads the major leagues in home runs with 31. Nuts. Thir- he, 31 right now. And that also is the most for a Japanese-born player in the history of Major League Baseball. We are halfway through the season, and he's broken that record. That's, ridicu- that's ridiculous in its own right. But he also has a sub-4 ERA right now. Casual. <laughs> on top of that. And also... And also is the only player in Major League history to be voted in as a hitter and a pitcher. Yeah. People always talk about how players in the past are not as good as the current players today. Um, I usually am like, that's kind of dumb because like how you're going to discredit the greatness that happened there um, just because some players are better. Um, this is something, again, we... We would be talking more about Jacob Degrom right now if it weren't for what Shohei Otani is doing. Because put the break the numbers apart. Okay, thirty-one home runs at the All-Star break—that's awesome, but that's not unheard of story. Uh, mm-hmm. 
great strikeout per walk or no i don't think he has a great strikeout per walk but what he's doing as the ace of the angels right now great story not a super he's doing inc- very good things on in every facet of the game and he's a base stealer on top of all so Wow, I, that's all. I, that's the bottom line. That's the only word I. I don't. You can't describe what he's doing because literally we have never seen this before in the history of Major League Baseball. The most storied professional baseball, or the most storied professional league that the United States has to offer. This has never happened. And I said that about Degrom. This has never happened mm-hmm. with an ERA this low at the All Star break. And he's somehow being overshadowed. Yep. Baseball's crazy. If anyone tells you baseball is boring, tell them to shut their mouth. Yep. Because they're not obviously not watching this year. <laughs> Thank Crash you for that. Run. I'm glad I uh, glad I asked. There we go. Yeah. Ooh, I told. I totally would have forgot about that. Yes, Chris. Ooh. If anybody has the chance. And if they have ESPN Plus or just go on YouTube, look up a certain 30 for 30 called Long Gone Summer. It is incredible. It follows the home run season uh, record between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. But it also talks about steroids. It is is incredible. It also talks about the use of steroids. Just by looking at Shohei Otani, if I had to bet, I don't think he's juicing. I think he's a clean athlete. I think he's just incredibly talented and you look at the 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 names on the home run leader list is Barry Bonds, Maguire, Sosa, Roger Maris, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was at 59 home runs. He could he could surpass Babe Ruth in this in the, in in this season he could surpass Babe Ruth and then he could surpass people like Sammy Sosa and Mark Maguire. It is possible. And I'm not it, gonna say it's happening. I'm saying it's possible and he's on track for it. And that's incredible. If if I were a betting man, I I would say I, I if there was a bet for Otani oh, to get yeah. sixty plus, I would say yeah. yes. Yep. I mean, we, we still have a cup. We still have a couple of games before the All Star break. I would imagine he gets two or three home runs. He's over halfway to sixty. Yep. Uh, Giancarlo, I think, hit sixty a couple of years ago. But um, yep. I mean, especially no. Think about this too. He's doing this without Mike Trout. Yeah. So Mike Trout. Oh my God! Mike Trout. I totally forgot that Mike. Oh my gosh! So who do who do you want to pitch to? You want to pitch to Otani or you want to pitch to Mike (laughs) Trout? Who are you going to pitch around? Like you're going to have to like flip a coin and like okay I. uh, So I I mean (laughs) you have you have probably the greatest baseball player in in the generation or in our generation right now in Mike Trout who's going to come yep. back and that's only going to help Otani as far yeah. as at the plate goes because you're now going to have to protect against yeah. Trout mhm i would stack them i would stack them 3 and 4 if i was if i was the angels if i was the angels manager i would stack them 3 and 4 that is going to put so much pressure especially in tight situations when it's bottom of the ninth and you're down by one run, and there's a guy on first and second, and you know there's Shohei and Mike Trout. What do you do? Oh, what I do mean, you do? If they, <laughs> if they oh can figure gosh. out, 
if they could figure out how, how to have another starting pitcher, they might be – they could be in the playoffs. I mean, Otani has carried this team. Yeah. Man, Absolutely. we're talking about Otani. Like, look He's at – look at – Look at the rotation for the Angels. Otani has like a 350 ERA, might be a little bit lower. Nobody else has an ERA under five. Yeah. If I'm if I'm not if I'm no, I believe you're right. Not mistaken. I mean that's oh not gosh. that's not even like that's like not good. Like that's horrid. Yeah. So not yeah, only are terrible. the Angels wasting one generational talent, they're wasting a generational season. From yeah. Otani, if they don't make it to the playoffs, so I listen. Yeah, I don't know. Baseball's crazy right now. Can I ask you a tough question, Corey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, I love, I love Jesus. I love my my soon to be wife Marielle, and then I love MLB the Show. And right now in my life, that's where I'm at. So next year, you have to put somebody on the cover. Would you put Shohei Otani or would you put Jacob? Yes. Oh, you put Otani. Okay, that's where that's where it's going. Oh, it absolutely is. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. For whatever reason, Degrom outside of like MLB like like coverage doesn't get. uh, He doesn't get like the national like so ESPN is eating up Otani. Oh, he plays from both sides of the plate, and he deservedly so should get this. Please, let's not sleep on Jacob Degrom. Jacob Degrom. His worst start this year was against the Braves. He gave up three runs in the first inning. He had 14 strikeouts. And that was his <laughs> worst statistical start of the season. Oh, my he, God. Seven innings, three runs given up, 14 strikeouts. And that was his worst start of the year. He, he got the loss in that game. Oh, my God. That don't make no sense. I wonder if Corey's neighbors are going to hate us. Oh, all right. Door's closed. It's fine. Yeah, we're good. All right, we need to move on. Otherwise, we're going to just keep talking about this for us. Just make this the CNC Jacob DeGrom Otani replay at this point because this is absolutely incredible. Please, just watch watch these players play because you're not going to get something like – especially happening at the same time. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it again. Never. It's a blessing. Yeah. How about – how about uh, the NBA Finals, Mr. Corey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, NBA Finals. I guess I've become the you have the unfortunately. We're uh, sorry. NBA person on this podcast. Yeah, there we go. It's it's okay. Um, so the Western Conference was easily decided. Basically, Kawhi Leonard, Clippers star player, yeah. was hurt for the majority or the whole series. Um, yeah. Chris Paul is a 17-year veteran, is finally getting to play in his first NBA Finals. I think that's kind of where the consensus is going. Everybody go wants CP3, to see three, baby. Everybody wants to see him win because he's just yeah. he's just a good he's just a good dude. Let alone yeah. like a great basketball player. Um, but uh, the Eastern Conference Finals had Trey Young, who's an up-and-coming superstar. He's only 22. He went through Madison Square Garden. He went through the process in Philly, and then he fell just short. Um, of the Bucks, um, he got hurt, couldn't play in a few games. Um, but also Giannis got hurt, who's arguably the most freakishly yeah. talented player in the NBA outside of LeBron James. Um, so I, I don't really have much to say about that. I think it'll be an exciting series uh, between those two because now we'll finally get to see someone who hasn't won a championship win a championship. Um, I think the Bucks won in the 70s, but like 
I, I, I might have been the ABA. I'm not sure. I don't really remember. You'd have to fact check me. But it's been a long time since they've won and the Suns have never won. So cool storyline. Um, but everybody's talking about like these injuries that have happened. LeBron went off about how shortened off season that's why there's injuries happening now and it's like yes but no like you like was a shortened off season the reason that Giannis you know hyperextended his knee because he fell down on it wrong mm-hmm. like because someone ran into it no that's just the play of the game was yeah. the shortened off season the reason Trey Young got hurt because he stepped on a referee's foot no that it's just it, it happens so that's two of your superstars in this finals that are in the you know the tail end of the NBA playoffs that got hurt just due to circumstance. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I love Pistons Twitter. I hate NBA I think, Twitter. I think that's it how is it is for most the most like just for the specific team. A lot of the times Detroit specific, t- like Twitter is a pretty okay place. Right. But then you get to the bigger leagues just in general sure. and, it's yeah. not a good place anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. World's not getting great. <laughs> no, I, I agree. But I, I think... But it is awful. NBA fans are brutal. No, to, to, to Noel, to your point, I think, um, like, the teams, like, usually, like, kind of keep everything, like, consolidated, especially with... Well, they're every, making the memes Tigers, out of their official so bad, Twitter, so, like, so like, well, what are we going to do? That's one way to um, go. Correct. The The NHL's issue is like the major media outlets for hockey. So like Toronto, everyone praises Toronto. They haven't done anything in, in years. And the Toronto media is just really weird. Um, so that's outside of social media. Um, NFL Twitter, yeah, could probably be pretty toxic. But I feel like it's specific fan bases like the Cowboys, um, the, uh, the Eagles, or you know, Raiders fans. NFL, eh. Mostly just the NFC or like Patriots fans. Now I guess Bucks fans, if they even have fans, I don't know. Um, I, I, again, because the the dynamic of the league, fans are fans of players, not necessarily teams. So it's just like there's this weird sentiment that like, oh, this ring doesn't count because so and so got hurt, and oh, the Lakers didn't win a true championship because they played in a bubble. And they everything was tailored towards them. Oh, the real champions were um, the 2014 uh, San Antonio Spurs because nobody was hurt ever or whatever. At some point, you got to play the game, right? Like, like, uh, of course, that's what every fan says to cope. Like, oh, if this guy didn't get hurt, it'd be a different. Game. Which there's an essence of truth to that, but you still lost the game, and that's. Yeah. I mean. I'm sure down the road when Michigan loses some heartbreaking fashion this fall, um, I'm going to say, well, if this person didn't get hurt, it would have been different. Um, but at the end of the day, like, they lost the game because the other team was better than them. With the exception, yep. of, with the exception of trouble with the snap, oh I will gosh. forever say that that was just... <laughs> I mean... It, he just has to fall. It was he has to fall on the ball, and people are like, "Oh, we smacked, we smacked Michigan." That is not like, what we're talking no. about. That's not what okay. happened. Literally, one play out of the game, it's a different outcome, regardless. Um, so, all these fans are talking about how this ring doesn't count. All these players got hurt. This is a, a dumb championship that ruins just all the fun out of the sport. 
You think you think if if the Suns win, you think if Chris Paul gets up there, lifts the Larry O'Brien, absolutely trophy, not. He's gonna say this ring didn't count. No, you know how hard you know how hard this guy worked for seventeen years of his career, and now he's finally made it to the peak of the NBA mountain, and people are gonna say. Oh, that doesn't count because LeBron and AD were hurt, and Indianas hyperextended his. No, there's there's freaking broken bones in the NHL playoffs that people aren't disclosing, but they're still playing on. Like, mm-hmm. no one no one cancels the credibility of those wins. Why? Why in the NBA? Why? I don't know. Oh, there's another thing I always that for me with especially when it comes to basketball. That's like, it's my pet peeve. Is you lose that one guy, and it does make a difference. But you still have a whole bench of players, and you still gotta cycle those guys out. Like with with hockey, you you got the same shifts going the whole game. You got the same shifts going one two three four one two three four one two three four. That's how that's usually how it works. Obviously, there's situational things. I totally get that. But when it comes to basketball, it's like you're you're putting those five guys on the court, and those are the guys you're gonna be seeing most of the game. Obviously, you got. You got the you get the you get the deep in the second quarter and yeah we're gonna pull them get them rested get them ready for third the second half I totally get that but it's like they it's so it's so player driven in the NBA where it's like most people aren't Lakers fans they're LeBron fans that's why they love and and same thing with Cavaliers it's, it, I I miss I miss the team home team voting like us. Like, we're getting Cade Cunningham. Heck yeah, we got something to look forward to. That's going to be incredible. And we're rooting for guys who no one knows their names. But I think that just comes, I think that's just with the stigma of basketball, though, is like you you root for your favorite players and it gives you something to hope for, I guess. But I don't know. Seems pretty weak to me, is what I'll say. Yeah. No, I agree. And I feel like we've been talking about that a lot. Um, but I think the cool thing with this finals is that. Um, there is some like city pride there. Um, yeah. This Phoenix obviously has Devin Booker. You could say Chris Paul is a superstar, but Chris Paul is thirty whatever years old. He's up there, and then DeAndre Ayton is he's he's coming into his own. He's still a very young player, but no one would consider him a superstar in this league. Giannis certified superstar. Chris Middleton. No, he's a, kind of a star, but he's a very very good. Um, I, okay, yeah, he's a star. I'll I'll, I'll give him that. Chris underrated Middleton, for may, sure. Yes, underrated. He would make he would make a huge difference on any team. Um, but I've seen all like the images of Phoenix celebrating. The Bucks went bananas when they won Game Six. Like fireworks were going off and whatever. Love it. Um, so that that'll be cool. That'll be really cool. I, and again, pull for Phoenix because I mean they haven't had they haven't won anything. Since I think the Diamondbacks in 2001, yep. I think, or maybe 2003, I can't remember. I will be rooting um, for the Suns this finals. Milwaukee or Wisconsin has the Packers. They win yeah, all the time. Exactly. Screw those guys. So that's what I say. Yeah. No, Noel, do you have? I was going to say I'm rooting for the Bucks, but that's fine. I don't know, just because I randomly picked them. Why? <laughs> I do like their. Gym. I like their they, logo. Oh, let's it's, go it's fun, and I like their colors. <laughs> their their city. It is it is cool. Their city connect jersey, like, yeah, it just sweet. says Bucks. It says Bucks on it, but it has like the antlers up the sides. I feel like that's the coolest. I know. Like 
and that's Connect very jerseys, basic like, that's of me to be choosing a team based right on now. jersey colors so, and design but here i am it's better than choosing based on vibes which i did you know if, hasn't steered me wrong yet but phoenix has great phoenix has the valley it's the like the weird like sorry pattern okay it's also a good jersey whatever, i just like Noelle. the bucks one better quit, sorry quit, quit dampening my pr- Ugh, fine, <laughs> whatever. Well, they let's not forget the Kachina jerseys. Let's, let's never forget. We will never forget. They did win. Arizona did win. They won. And, they won the. They they won. They won the jerseys. <laughs> and I would say that they also won the all the alternates, the new uh, whatever they were called, the reverse retros. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. Chef's, Chef's kiss. kiss. Amazing. All right. We got to move on. <sighs> Should uh, we talk lines first and end with... Uh, the Red Wings? End with the oh. um, uh, Stanley Cup Finals? Well, we are a yes. Detroit-focused podcast, yes. well, folks. Okay. That's where... The, so... Maybe we should focus on them. <laughs> In terms of money, we have no money. <laughs> yes, let's talk about the line. Not a thing. And for the line, there is... Which good news. <laughs> but that's a yes means that they're either doing something or doing everything wrong and they just don't know how to say it so yeah ooh, well ooh, ooh. can i say something ooh, can i say something yeah, yeah instead yeah. instead of talking about the lions i would just like to say that the rocket mortgage classic happened this weekend in detroit oh yeah pga golf tour and that is something detroit that we should talk about and yeah, Detroit Golf Club holds it pretty much every year on the tour. It's awesome. It's incredible. Rocket Mortgage is also a Detroit uh, company, which is pretty sweet. And I believe Cameron Davis won, if I'm not mistaken. Cool. Who won it last year? Uh, let me this find that out. This is the point out. in the season, in the off season for most of these sports, where we talk about golf. I'm so sorry to all of our listeners. This is not my favorite topic either. Uh... I think it was Phil Mickelson. No, it wasn't Phil. Bryson. I know none of these names. Mm, Bryson. Let me see. Bryson. He smacks the ball harder than anybody. Great. He's he's golf's. He's golf. I know Tiger Woods and Arnold Palmer. Both of those, just from pop culture. Oh, I'm sorry. But yes, no, I believe it was DeChambeau. Yep, it was DeChambeau. This has been your segment. Yeah. Boys talk about golf. Noel ignores everything. Back to you, boys. (laughs) I don't know a lick about golf either. I love golf. I want to start golfing more, but I think it's so entertaining to watch. I watched, uh, shout out to my homeboy Kyle, if you're listening. Kyle came over on on the Masters Classic, or the, I'm sorry, not the Masters Classic, the Masters, and we just sat down for like six hours and watched the Masters. I had a ton of fun. It was incredible. Anyways, hockey. Horrible. (laughs) Actually, I like to watch the final, I like to watch the final round of the Masters, but yeah, so there's Red Wings. There is actually Red Red Wings. Yeah, so Uh, we hired out of... The Iowa Wilds, is that their name? Okay. Um, we have hired an assistant yes. coach, Alex Tang- Tangway. T- I don't know how you say his name. Tangay, thank you. Alex Tangay. Um, so Tangay. he is a 60 
16-year NHL veteran, which is super exciting. Um, he also is bald, so that completes our Lex Luthor Red Wings triumvirate thing that's going on. I don't know what they're trying. I don't know if they're like gearing up for the next Batman attack or what's going on, but <laughs> Detroit is covered in supervillain looks. They might be Superman. trying to deep fake Jet Blashell. Who knows? <laughs> is Stevie no, bald? He's got. I mean, I not yet. I but... guess he could. I he, if he shaves his head, he's bald, right? Like that's just sure. Well, no, no. You gotta you you gotta buzz it. Well, you said shave. Yeah, you gotta shave <laughs> Ew, it. You gotta like that, that thing word. has to be glistening. You gotta polish it. You know what I mean? When you're sitting up, when you're sitting up in the in the in the boxing row seats at LCA, and you look down and you see the glint of just Jeff Blashill's head, you know we have three. You know who's there, and now we have two. Both assistant coaches are, are bald. We have three. That's right. There we go. I love it. But uh, yeah, so connect the dots. It, Corey was saying earlier that uh, when he was with the Iowa Wild, he uh, you they had what top five power play. Top five power play, which is yes, in the AHL. They did. Which is top five in the AHL. Yep, we do. Most of the reason we he was probably it. brought on, so that's exciting. Um, hopefully, <laughs> that'll turn around. I'm really just hoping that Jeff just kind of like gives him that entire thing and says nothing and just let him do what he needs to in terms of mm-hmm. fixing that because it's garbage, folks. We. S- we still haven't figured out what I couldn't tell you necessarily Not Jeff, a thing. Jeff Blashell does. Young player development. Wings. That is all we've been told. Like, young what player does development. He do? Have I seen any of that? Not really. Have I seen regression of young player development? Yes. What young well, players he, have he's helped with? I don't does Bla- I mean, Zadina, does Jeff get maybe? credit for that? I, mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. Uh like I guess, like I don't know. Like it's like it's cool. It's one of those things. Like oh, if you're not hearing from him, like maybe that's a good thing. But like still, like what does he bring to the table not that another coach does? That I can think of. You know, because again, like everybody, everybody knew Gerard Gallant Gerard got the most Gallant. out of his players. Yeah, Gerard. <laughs> that's Gerard what you Gallant. Said. That's Gerard. what you said, right? Gerard. Uh, go on. Well, We're sticking with Jerron. Wee oui, wee. Oui. French. Francais. Jerran <laughs> uh, Galante. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, again, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so I guess maybe we'll figure it out. So, if after this season, if we are like skyrocket up the power play ranks, then we'll know Tangay made an impact. And it was not Blashell, so we still won't figure out what that is all about. I hope that the listeners can hear us like not being very excited. So <laughs> we're just like, this is a thing we report we're reporting. Whereas to like <laughs> yeah. when we got like Dan Campbell, no hope. <laughs> we were so excited. You know, like we were lit. Uh and we're still excited about him. But like Still excited. We could we could give still excited no oh. less cares like. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like, it's just hard to judge. Like, no one. I don't know. Who, Have you who seen gets excited about an NHL assistant coach, coach? I guess that's true. Assistant coach. Assistant coach. 
Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of, in a few minutes, guys, game four of the Stanley Cup Finals is about to begin between Tampa Bay and Montreal. Tampa Bay is up 3-0, and I'm going to call them Steve Eiserman's Tampa Bay because not much has changed on that team since Steve Eiserman has left. And hallelujah, because that's what we're getting over here. But I want the Canadians predictions, to, thoughts to come any- back. <laughs> I like. Do I love the I Canadians do, as a team? God bless. No. Do I really want them to win another Stanley Cup? No. Do I want them to beat the cheaters that are the Tampa Bay Lightning? No. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh. Yes. There you go. <laughs> what you, did I do? You brought this full circle, Noel. There you go. So I, oh, last yes, night I, I texted our group chat, uh, was just thinking about the Stanley Cup final, um, just watching all this stuff. I, I got I got a little frustrated on many accounts. I think I think just about everybody in Quebec um, is is disappointed with how the COVID stuff is going on, and it, it's out of their hands. Government officials, it's province by province from what I've read of how things can be opened up. Um, But still, I think they're at running at 10% capacity for inside the bell center, which if you're, if everything is on the same page, that would be okay. I I'll relent there. But the fact of the matter is you have 20,000 people outside of the bell center, not wearing masks, shoulder to shoulder, watching the game. Cool. Like we like to see that, but I, Outdoor seating for bars is also at 20% capacity. So literally, I saw a picture on Twitter the other, like, I think during the conference finals of of tables outside of people, two per table. Tables are, like, rid- ridiculously far apart. And then over a barricade, shoulder to shoulder, people scrammed in there like sardine. So, like, if you have to open up the Bell Center a little bit or – I'll, I'll compromise. 100% capacity. You don't sell any concessions. And that 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 means there's no reason for anybody to take off their mask at all. So, you're safe. You're good. If that if that's if that's what we're going for. But none of it none of it really makes sense and to us and to people who I mean, especially with how things have progressed, however you want to look at that as far as vaccine rollout in the United States, seeing that is like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense to the Canadians fans either. So, and you're only hurting the businesses because you just have twenty thousand people standing there, not buying anything, not doing anything. And you could have the lowest ticket to get into the Bell Center for game like fourteen thousand. How something? much do you think it was? Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, close. Yeah, it was, it was stupid. Eleven grand. Stupid. Oh my gosh. Eleven grand. Like, good lord. Who's paying like, that? That is a down payment what on a are we, house. What are we doing? Like, no. hashtag. Exactly. Yeah. No. And, and your team is down 3 0. <laughs> yeah. Who's you lost do in it? embarrassing fashion. So, like, but like, hashtag, what are we doing? At least let people watch the dumpster fire inside. You know? Like, it doesn't. It, the logistics yeah, look terrible to have that many people that crunch together when you're trying to stop. And they um, show it too. Well, at least we show, show it. it. Yeah. They show so it. So dedicated. Like, look at our fans. <laughs> it's not. It's not even like they're hiding it. Like, so I. I don't get it. Um, besides the point. That makes sense. I. I don't know. Well, to your point. Um, 
I don't really necessarily like the Canadians. I feel like I like yeah. a lot of players on the Canadians. I really like Tyler Toffoli. He kind of has exploded this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Anderson has has had a really good season as yes, well, yeah. getting out of Columbus. And Shea, Shea Weber's kind of dirty, but it seems like everybody who yeah, plays with him really likes him. So I don't really like him all that much. But they Our have a lot of likable players. And so that's kind of like... Hurt. Is yeah, he like why a healthy not? scratch? What's his deal? Who hasn't been playing? Okay. Anyways, he's there. His name would go I on. I think he thing. might be a healthy scratch. So. Yeah. He's there. Yes. Works for me. Uh, regardless, um, because the Canadians are a French speaking area in Canada and Quebec, um, they have uh, the crest on their jerseys, like, in, like mm-hmm. instead of NHL, it says LHN. Right? It's- yeah, or, or L N H or something. I don't know. It's a great question. Um, I don't know. Um, so that that's cool for the French speaking part, and then their Stanley Cup final patch is in French. So I think that's a really nice touch. So that makes me want a jersey, but they're sold. They're sold out everywhere. I can get the patch for pretty cheap, but um, the actual jersey to put it on is very expensive right now. So I'll have to wait. Um, regardless, Back to Noel, my point. to your point of. The lightning cheating. Yes. Um, I, I, I researched this a little bit more, um, and I'm assuming you did too since you brought it up. Um, so Nikita Kucherov, the best player on the lightning. They're, I mean, not by I mean, far because you have a star-studded league, so. lineup. All-around lineup in the league. By far. Right. Um, so Nikita Kudrov did not play a single game this season. Uh, so the, there's a rule as far as to be cap compliant. If you, I mean, he was on long-term IR. He missed the entire season due to a, a, a surgery of some sort. Um, so when that happens, you, you, you don't get charged the cap hit for him as a player because he's not going to play. He has a season-ending injury. Um, so he recovered, did surgery, and then he's back in time for the playoffs. So a lot of people are kind of making the objection. So you don't have to be cap compliant once you're in the playoffs, which I don't really understand how that works. It happened with the Blackhawks a couple of years ago on their cup run. I didn't pay close attention to that, but now that Cap Friendly is such a wonderful website, um, we can look at these things. Nikita Kucherov is getting paid $9.5 million. So you take his $9.5 million off of your cap, um, you still have to pay him his money, but you also have $9.5 million to work with for the rest of your team. That's two to three either very good or good players you can fill in with the rest of your lineup. So not only do they get those players, but come playoff time, they get to keep those players, and now you get a fully fresh Nikita Kucherov not playing a single game in the regular season on top of your team. So you're now currently uh, you're, his contract over the cap, over. but it doesn't matter because that's that's the loophole. They're fifteen million dollars over it. the cap, while everybody else is roughly. I mean, you get. <laughs> Or yeah, at, at not not fifteen million dollars over, so uh, I that doesn't sit right with me. I'm not going to say oh this shouldn't count. They they worked within the rules. Technically, it's within Dumb the rules they may of, be. Of, of cap compliancy. But that just uh, that just doesn't sit right. I mean, wouldn't more teams take advantage of that? Like 
yeah. like think of it this way. So Connor McDavid, right? He gets he get he gets twelve point something million a year or something crazy. He gets hurt at the beginning of the year, gets season ending surgery. Um and Kenny Holland just goes, Well, we, we don't have he's on long term IR, we don't have that cap it. Let's fill up this with other players. So Crazy scenario. Let's say he trades for Dylan Larkin with a five million dollar cap hit. He trades for um, who's a defenseman that's comparable. I think Seth Jones is under that cap Victor hit Hedman? currently. Currently, no, Victor Hedman's making eight or something like that. Oh, Seth Jones, who's a great young defenseman, uh, who's six million somewhere around. So they they get him in there, and then they get another depth center or the the best like a, a number three center who costs. Another two million. So they go with that. They roll with that. And now their team is well-balanced. Because Leon Dreisaitl slips into your number one. You have your wingers already established. And then you have these these three solid players that you just threw into the mix. Okay? So you go. You make it in the playoffs. Connor McDavid miraculously is healthy. So now you get the best player in the NHL on top of the rest of your team who you only have because you weren't you were you you were could use his cap hit. Yeah. I feel like the NHL's got to make a rule change there because um, yep. it's very evident in these Stanley Cup finals that Tampa Bay is head and shoulders above everybody else as far as talent goes. And oddly enough, um, the Red Wings made the change for the for the salary cap in 2002 because they just signed whoever the heck they they had. They had the most Hall of Famers on that team in the history of the NHL for a Stanley Cup winning team. I think they had... Who are their Hall of Fame? Lidstrom, Eisenman, Shani. uh Datsuk will soon to be a will soon be a Hall of Famer. Larryanov was on Shanahan, Brett Hull, Luke Robitaille, uh, Chris Chelios, Hasek, Hasek, Hasek. Who cares? Um, Datsuk <laughs> sure will be like a Hall of Famer. You had Hall of Fame. There was eleven. You had eleven players on your roster of twenty five. That are in the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's old school Montreal Canadiens numbers, and you did it in the modern NHL game. And the NHL was like, "We got, we got to stop this. We can't do this." So they do, the, they do the cap it. And now, the Lightning just avoided the salary cap. Mm-hmm. So I would think that this is a rule that they're going to change shortly next year. And if they don't, then I mean, who's to? Who's to say that like another team like so like Vegas? Vegas has a lot of talent, um, and they're pretty close to the cap now. So who's to say, uh, Pacioretty, you're going to get a season-ending surgery right now? And, like, and he's like, but why? Like, the thing is, is like you need his eight point those extra players in the playoffs books. because injuries happen every four minutes, right? Like you need extra players to slot in for guys who are going to fall. We sure. all get that. We all understand that the reason that there isn't cap during the playoffs is because that they're they're extraneous circumstances it's a crazy you know however many weeks it lasts you're gonna have guys fall off so you need those that extra those extra dollars to insert those extra players but there needs to be rules within that (laughs) like you can't just say here go spend a billion dollars on whoever you want once you make it to to the playoffs like that's not fair to the people who can't spend that to the teams that can't spend that money or, mm-hmm. you know, won't spend that money or whatever, whatever the circumstances may be, you gotta have rules, like let them carry those extra players, but find something, find some sort of system that works within, I don't know, like the day of roster. Like if that is under cap, make sure that that's under cap. 
whether your you know your off day cap is over like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know it's a problem yeah they're gonna have to work that out it is indeed there's a, i think major league baseball they have a rule where a player has to or no it's so it was the verlander thing um so when verlander was traded he like there was like a there was a non-tenured tender deadline for the trade deadline where you could trade players freely um and not have to cut them so they could go through waivers and whatever so and then the next month there's a tendered trade deadline so you can cut players due to contracts or whatever um and if they clear waivers then you can trade them so the reason that rule is in place is because of a salary and b for playoff um eligibility so verlander had to appear in so many different games in order to be on the playoff roster for the houston astros and cheating aside if verlander's not on that 2017 uh, houston astros teams they do not win the world series so incorporate some I, i he didn't play a single minute in the regular season and now he's playing and i can you could call me a crybaby that that their team is better than mine. I understand that. No one is arguing this. But still, this is I mean, you sign dudes to huge contracts knowing that you're going to have to cut the fat in other mm-hmm. places to be cap compliant. Remember when they were trying to get rid of Kalorn and Tyler Johnson this year because they were worried about being cap compliant? Yep. Once Kucherov got hurt, they didn't have to make those trades anymore. Mm-hmm. Kalorn has been essential to this playoff run for them. And he if Kucherov was there at the beginning of the year, he wouldn't be on the team. It's it's a lot of moving parts, and I, thankfully the NHL like has rule changes that seamlessly kind of go into transition, because um, um, the I guess the rule book's kind of always changing with certain things. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know; it just doesn't sit right with me. This championship doesn't count because because <laughs> they can't they can't they they uh, Kucherov shouldn't have been playing, and it's a Mickey Mouse ring. Blah blah blah. blah. No, I'm not, not saying great. that, but I'm saying it's not great. Uh, that 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 definitely that definitely helps their chances to. Yeah. You know, adding adding that guy in, right when you need him the most, when if he was right. there at the beginning of the year, you wouldn't have certain players yep, on your I team. That's agree. a problem. Chris, are you eating peanut butter so. pretzels right now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I laser focused yes, on those things. I love know? those guys. <laughs> So good. Oh my god. I have those. I, yeah, I can get mine. Incredible. Well, hey, hear me out. Steve Eisenman had Kucherov, right? In Tampa. <laughs> He's putting the tinfoil no, hat back on. Oh no, my god. <laughs> that guy that guy's not going in. He's getting paid nine point five million dollars for like the next seven years. William nine point five five. Boom. Ooh. Boom. Ooh. Boom. And we'll be cap compliant here. That's yeah, there gosh go. darn sure. Uh, <laughs> one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, again, with the long list of things I talked about for the Stanley Cup final. Um, the mayor of Tampa Bay. Because there was another issue too. Um, the it's a, This is a series clinching game. So obviously you want your families there. And again, COVID, I understand. Sure. Uh, they're not letting Tampa Bay's families across the border. Um, because of COVID restrictions. So it makes sense, but still, that's kind of... If you already oh, did no. for the players, the 
like what are the families going to do? And I, I don't know what the rules are as far as where the players can go in Canada or where they can't go. Fine. I understand that. Keep Probably nothing. Keep people safe, whatever. Um, but still, to not even let them be there, um, and if they're compliant with the rules, why not? So uh, the mayor of Tampa has taken upon herself to, to see that from the Canadian government. And it's like, hey, let's just let's just let's let Montreal have this win at home so we can come back to Tampa and then we can close out this series. She publicly said that. <laughs> so so in any in any case, if you are on the brink of a championship, you cannot take your foot off the gas. And I, I think John Cooper has said yeah. that, like, we have, we are focused on There was, like, a quick interview, we, like, after we, that was released. We like, want the to day win after, this. And he was like, we're focused on winning. Like, winning. That's what we're, that's what we're going for. We're yeah. Not where, not how. We, we want to win. We want to close this off. We don't want to get this. But, again, that doesn't sit right with, if you're the Canadians... Doesn't shouldn't that just light a fire under your butt? Like, yeah. I I I mean, and like still like again like not. You can be superstitious, not superstitious or whatever. But sure, I'm a, a little stitious. Why not? But like, I'm a little stitious. <laughs> like, shoot yourself in the foot. Like, don't you don't sit don't step on the line in baseball. Yeah, don't just, do the blah, 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 don't. You can't say that. And it's I just a so jake. bad. That's all that that is. I want. I want. It, yeah. Can can we see? Can we see a comeback? Do you imagine? Do it. for a moment. Do you imagine? From I don't that know what in. I don't know what Tampa Bay's rules on uh, like re-election are. But do you imagine if Tampa Bay loses the Stanley Cup, that she doesn't get reelected if she runs again, based solely on the fact that she probably jinxed them? Because I imagine that happening. <laughs> I I would I, if I was in Tampa and that then, happened, I wouldn't vote for her. Mm-hmm. At that point, this is way beyond politics. But think about this: what if this happens in a magical world where we love to see Tampa Bay's misery? What's more embarrassing when they were the best team in the NHL by far, historically the best team in the NHL, and they lose four straight games to Columbus yeah. in the first round, or they're up 3-0 in the Stanley Cup final, and they... Oh, the 3-0. Gentlemen losing, losing after a 3-0 What's lead, blowing a 3-0 lead is the worst. Losing the Stanley we, Cup. We've known that. That is more embarrassing, in my opinion. Wow. Yep. Because this has happened uh, when I, the Flyers made it to the yep. Cup Final in 08. Or not 08. That was the Red Wings. Uh, in 2010, when the Hawks won their first, they beat Boston when they were down 3-0. And I think, I think the Kings might have done that once in, yep. their, in their Cup run. So this, kind of, this happens in the NHL. This, mm-hmm. isn't like, this isn't like Major League Baseball where the only team to do that was the 04 Red Sox. Like this... Yeah. This, this this is a little bit more common. So I fingers crossed. I don't know why I'm rooting for the evil empire, but it's like the Canadians are just kind of there, yep. and Tampa's like fudging the rules, and now they're getting cocky and saying, "Oh, we'll just win it at home because blah 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 blah." I man, it's gonna be an intense game, man. I I want that. 
You so did? Bad. I well, literally don't even notice anymore. I cut you off, but were you... Yeah. Oh. oh. Love you. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, my um, gosh. Also, sad note, uh, the uh, Columbus goalie, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Matis uh, Klitsvinkis, I think is his name. Is the best I could pronounce. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was yeah. really sad. He's uh, uh, It happened in you know, Michigan, he, too. He's, uh, no there was an, Where is he from? Latvia. Thank you. It was like not Lithuania. What's the other one? Latvia. He's Latvia. a Latvian player, so he's here for the summer. Um, mm-hmm. He was supposed to spend most of this week slash weekend with Elvis Merlikens, Merslikens and the other um, Blue Jackets goalie whose name is escaping me at the moment. Thank you. Um, uh, Jonas. And Kukala. something like they were at like a party. And something happened with fireworks where he slipped and fell and hit his head in a hot tub. Um, and, like, emergency medical professionals were called right away, but he was pronounced at the scene. And, like, 24-year-old kid had only yeah. played a couple NHL games. Like, ugh. That just breaks your heart. Yeah. And, like, to imagine what his family's going through... They're in a different country. Uh, it, they probably can't get here because of COVID restrictions or whatever. Like, yeah. Ugh. That's just devastating. Yeah, it's it sucks. Um, yeah, I think I think there was fireworks involved too. Like just later reports. Like I think he got hit with something as well. In addition. Uh, which regardless that doesn't matter um super sad super young i mean we're he's only a few yeah he's only a few months older than us so like just thinking about that like that's like (laughs) you know um (laughs) (laughs) just just don't don't take things for granted ever i mean it's this the unfortunate um reminder that we get from stories like this um Life's precious, life's fun, mm-hmm. um, but also it's uh, limited. Um, so just uh, live it well. Take some time to live it well. But they, they just showed his uh, memorial. They're doing a moment of silence for him for the game. Um, so that's a nice gesture. But um, regardless, um, yeah. But <sighs> good well, stuff, guys. We love you yeah, all. Thanks I like so it. much for listening like to, to us. Yeah. We hope that you had a wonderful fourth, a safe fourth. We hope that you have a great coming weekend. Nope, week. It's Monday. Wow. Um, yeah, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Uh, follow us on social yeah. media. Yeah, please give us C&C all the Sports stars. Pod. All, all the stars. stars. I don't know why Smash I'm waving. The like they can't see us. Like and retweet. This, <laughs> I'm so used places. to my Zoom calls. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>